Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce part one of this week's New Music Saturday podcast. And we kick things off talking to our good friends at In Solace, a fantastic and relatively new band uh, who've put out some brilliant tracks over the last year, year and a half or so. Um, we've really got to know them, really got under the skin of what they do and it was honestly an amazing interview we really really enjoyed it and they do a lot of great stuff um you know shouting about and talking about uh, mental health issues um, and bringing those conversations to the forefront which is so so important and not just for musicians and music fans but for everyone worldwide um and they really uh, do that in a brilliant way we had a really good conversation um and they write amazing tunes like i say so that was really cool Uh, and then we play some proper heavy filthy rock and roll tunes and a lot of cool punk music and all sorts of other stuff in between and it was just yeah a really good part one a really strong one i think you're gonna love i know you're gonna love it because you guys keep coming back and listening and telling your friends and subscribing and you know retweeting and all that kind of stuff and we massively appreciate it so you are awesome if you're listening to this right now give yourself a round of applause have a drink on me not literally on me because i can't buy you all drinks there's too many of you but just you know have a drink and go oh that was for mike and bonesy um and you know why not anyway uh, thank you so much for listening i will stop talking and let you listen to the podcast cheers guys is, is that is that a good lead-in i mean what's that Welcome to New Music Saturday, hashtag NMS. Myself, Dr. Bones, a doctor of many things, but not a medical doctor. And of course, with me as always, my partner and co-host and best guy and also the guitarist. Everybody wish they were Mike Five. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> How are you, man? You good? Not too bad at all. And uh, I almost forgot uh, what, uh, what, what did Kim say last week? Uh, Fashion me late. That's it. That Mike Fashion me late five. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for reminding me i almost forgot which, which i was again and you know what i was on time i was running on time and doing really well and then i lost the fucking adapter that i used to plug my microphone in because i was using it for something else last night and i forgot and just oh idiot so yeah once again i was fashionably late but i was nearly there i was nearly on time which would have been you know pretty amazing i'll let some people get there but well, <laughs> it's only been five years yeah. <laughs> But without further ado, let's welcome our musical guest. We have Connor and Ani from Insolus. Welcome, guys. Yo. Hey. How you doing, guys? Very well. How about yourselves? 
Good, good. Yeah, it was really good to be on the show. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah, same here. Thanks for um, having us on here. Well, it's it's a pleasure, Mike. Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off, buddy. No, I was going to say it's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a pleasure twice. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> And I think what we'll try to do as as, as much as possible is, uh, um, depending on how it works, is like I'm always thinking like, well, maybe direct certain questions uh, for Connor and certain questions for Ani, or we can kind of just, or we can kind of spell them out, and you can pick and choose who's going to answer them if you want to do it that way too. We're we're, we're good either way. Yeah. We're, we're we're well prepared. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Well, I think my well, I think it is my first question. I would love to know how you guys developed your sound because it's it's unique with like a twist. Well, with a twist of a bunch of different influences that I can hear, and I'm just kind of curious how you kind of came about and kind of formed that sound. That's like, you know what? This is what's going to go, and this is how we're gonna how we're gonna do it. Cool. Um... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good question, really. Um, I mean, ultimately, I think just this this band and the music we write is just a reflection of, like, just, just the music we like listening to. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think we're very sort of um, afraid, really, to sort of, like, branch out and just, like, you know, sort of um, step into other genres that... Um, you, you know that that we that we like and that wouldn't really be expected from us. I, you know, like with this last release that we've that we just dropped. Um, you know, there's there's sort of elements of like liquid drum and bass, and which isn't like the first sort of genre you'd think like a rock band would sort of incorporate. But um, yeah, it's, I mean, because yeah, that's just like what we listen to like in our in our own time, and um, we just thought, yeah, sounds really cool. Let's just let's just throw it in, you know. Right on. I was just, like I said, when I he, when he heard the song, it's like, okay, now, like, I was into it right away, but I was thinking, I, I'm wondering, because they just, like like I said, there's a bunch of influences I could pick out, but it just still had that unique kind of twist to it, like, so it really caught my ear and singing, so I was, that, that was why, that was going to be the first question I asked, I was just like, it's been kind of, not not bothering me, but it's like, i I got to remember to ask this one, this one question I'm not going to forget to ask. <laughs> so, question number one. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, in in, uh, in in your bio, um, let's ring it. Uh, and it, it interested me a lot just because uh, it talked about how um, you really were kind of um, upfront forthcoming about um, the problems with mental illness and, and depressions in society these days, and kind of were writing about it. Now, what kind of led you in that direction uh, lyrically? Well, I mean. I think it's really important for a band to just um, really, really write about what's like really personal to you and like what you're going through at the moment. Um, and I really think that's what makes for great songwriting. Um, just, just put where you're at into the music. Um, and, you know, lyrically it's kind of hard for us to sort of touch upon other topics if, um, you know, we're, we're sort of so much immersed in our own sort of issues with mental illness and sort of it, like a lot of other things that come under that umbrella. Um, right. I, I'm sorry if that was a little bit too personal. I just, so. No, 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 no. Let's, let's get, let's get deep. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. I mean, um, I think that makes for a good uh, podcast for sure. Let's, uh, let's do it. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, and it's, and you know, I kind of feel like um, 
a band has more of a obligation to, to stand for something, you know. Um, it, it's, it's not just about, like, you know, a couple guys getting together and playing some songs and performing them. I think um, I think a band should stand for something. I think they should have a message and, and you know, try and channel that through through their music, you know. Um, and it just gives... It gives this whole music thing so much more purpose, you know. Oh, fair enough, very true. Um, uh, that, that's great. Like, thank you. I just when I after I asked it, I, I know it's kind of in your bio, but it's like it was, I think myself was that a little too personal because I'm not trying to, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no problem. I think it's a really important thing though, as well, because you know, music is one of those um, industries where there's a lot of. Well, actually, there's a lot of musicians that suffer from, uh, you know, any lots of mental illnesses from from anxiety to you know to manic depression and everything in between. Um, and I think part of the reason a lot of people join bands and kind of put their heart and soul on the line and put themselves out there is almost a, a coping mechanism or a way of talking about that, where it's difficult to, to talk about things. You know, where people find it difficult to talk about things. Um, sometimes and then i also think that certain you know alternative genres of music perhaps um i don't want to generalize but you know often um a lot of the fans are also feeling that and the reason they're fans is because they relate to that and you only have to look at you know big famous bands like nirvana and you know others where you know people have had very tragic endings as a result of you know drug abuse and mental health issues and things like that and and it it really goes back to your point it's so important to get it out there and to talk about it and to, to make it more um, more the norm to be able to have those conversations. And I believe if you're standing on a stage saying something, you might as well say something that's meaningful. So I, I think I'm completely <laughs> um, aligned to that kind of vision because it's it gives you purpose and it gives you something that others can hold on to and hopefully can help as well. So I think that's really powerful um, to be able to do, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, um, I think... <laughs> As humans, it's really important for us to have connection. Um, you know, we're tribal cr- creatures and we don't thrive when we're isolated and we sort of stray from the path. And I kind of feel this whole band thing and, and you know, sort of connecting with the fans, it's like, our, it's like our tribe, it's like our community. And, you know, like we very much have the intention of trying to pick each other up along the way, which is why we always, like, you know, try to encourage our fans to reach out to us if they ever feel like they're sinking. And, you know, we've actually been fortunate enough where people have reached out to us. Um, That's you know, no one that we know, just fans from around the world. And it's it's really touching. And, you know, as, as I was sort of saying before about a band standing for something, uh, it just gives this thing so much more purpose. You, you know what I mean? It's, it's really sort of establishing a community, you know, amongst the fans and fans. Man, that's awesome, it's especially, uh, you know, because a lot of times the, you know, the person reaching out, they just want that neutral party who knows it's not going to judge or say anything. They can, they can just kind of go, what are, well, what do they have in their mind? And it makes them feel that much better. That's, that's awesome that you guys reach out like that. That's, that's... Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I understand. So, you... Go ahead, Mike. No. No, sorry. Go on. Go on. Go on. Well, I was going to say, I mean, we understand to a point. I mean, the fact that we do this every every Saturday night and it's fun to interact with the people who are listening live and also with all the interviews. So, you know, this is our kind of, we'll say it like little community as well, but it's, it's small, but large, right? 
That's the one. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, I was interested in how you guys met and, and got together. Because off air, we were talking about where you're from. And you're from, well, I guess you could broadly say a region of the UK. But there's quite a big gap um, between, <laughs> between like Lewisham and Brighton or whatever. So how did you guys kind of meet and get together and form the band? Where did it all begin? That's uh, one directed for you, aren't you? Um, so, um, Connor and I have this um, mutual friend called um, Justin. Um, he, um, like, I, I've worked with him a few times. He's a DJ, promoter, and um, yeah, he hit, um, he hit Connor up and was like, yo, like, no, Connor hit him up and was like, yo, do you know someone, like, who, like, do you know a drummer that can, you know, play for us that we're in need of a drummer? And um, yeah, Connor dropped me a message um, after Justin recommended me to him. And yeah, I was just like, dude, yeah, I'm down. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I've always loved playing rock and um, rock music and stuff. So yeah, as soon as I've Connor message, I was just like, yeah, dude, I'm down to play for you, man. Um, and then, yeah, Connor was like, cool. Um, this is a date. We'll have a um, little, um, what do you call it? Um, a little jam sesh. Um, you come down, I'll get Sam to come down as well. So yeah, we all, we all got together and yeah, just jammed and Connor was like, yup, I'm keeping you, man. You're my drummer. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, that's, that's how, yeah, that's how I um, joined in Solace. And um, yeah, over time we just, you know, like just did um, posts online for like, yo, we're looking for a singer and stuff. Um, anyone want to, you know, be our singer? And um, we did like a few auditions and then then came Millie and she like we liked her from the start. Like we liked her whole her whole um a whole vibe and yeah, what she brought to the table. Um I I can't think of, do you wanna add anything else, Connor? Yeah, I mean I, I suppose it's just through the London scene really. Um yeah, just yeah. people through that scene and then just sort of putting the word out. Um it's, we all sort of know each other from friends of friends sort of situation. What I really like about that as well is, you know, if you think about, um, well, back in the day, if you like, but, you know, <laughs> bands would get together because, you know, they're a group of friends already or they lived in the same street or, you know, broadly the same postcode or whatever. But it's yeah. kind of cool that, you know, I mean, you guys are doing it in a way that you can gig live because you've got, you know relative proximity but i think it's amazing that you can sort of find people online you know we've, we've talked to people that are doing collaborations where one's in the uk and one's in brazil and one's somewhere else you know like, this is amazing <laughs> like it's completely crazy but i think you've got a nice balance and you've, you've kind of found people that are local enough because it's a relatively small area in a relatively small country but it's still you probably you wouldn't necessarily have like bumped into each other in the street right so it is that kind of friends of friends network and then a bit of online i think is is such a um important thing now i mean it's amazing how the reason i asked is because you guys seem to click so well like the songs sound so tight and i guess you can tell from what you were just saying there on you it's like you know yeah. you have the jam and you click and you just know don't you like yeah, that's, that's, it, it. that's it you can't see me Less... but i'm nodding yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like first and foremost like we are like really really good friends um I, it, it, I definitely get that sense of family with this band. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, there's no one I actually speak to more than Onyi. 
<laughs> you know, and like we're, if, if we're not seeing each other every day, then we're video calling every day or nice. having multiple hour phone calls and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, that's it. First and foremost, we're just really, really good friends that happen to be in a band together. Yeah. Ani, my, my next question is for you. Uh, I want to know what, what's your what's your drumming background? Like, what did you start to learn when you were starting learning how to play? What was uh, the kind of the background? Was it was it classical drumming? Was it just like rock pop? Like, what, what was it? Um. So, um, I started drumming when I was like about five. Oh, nice. This was um this was back home in um back home in Nigeria. Right. Um, before I moved to the UK, um, so yeah, this was a church, um, like a Pentecostal church. Um, yeah, just you know, jamming with the band. Like, I mean, they needed a drummer one day and one Sunday, right? And um, um, the drummer didn't show up, so I just like I was like to my mum, like, "Yeah, mum, I want to like I want to go on the drums." Like, she's like, "No, no, 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 don't do it." And then like, I remember like a lady being like next to me, I think, and she was like, "No, just go for it, go for it." And um, I just literally went up. Like I couldn't reach the um, the kick um, kick drum. <laughs> um, I picked up the sticks, and because like I'd been going to church with my mum like so long, and like I remember the beat that was being played by the previous um, by the drummer. Right. So I was like, I wasn't playing it exactly how he was playing it, but I was able to play to like you know to the I was able to keep to the beat and stuff, and um, play with the band, but without the you know being able to reach the kick. Um, so yeah, like gospel music, nice. like yeah, that's my background. And then um, when I moved to the UK, um, this was like yeah, about when I was eight, seven, eight. Um, I yeah, my parents um got me a drum kit, nice. and um, you know, I, yeah, I just started playing more and more, and then got lessons for like I think a year or two, and um like year seven i think um i joined the um school's band back in devon um okay. joined a um the junior band so that we played a bit of jazz nice um soul swing um classic classical music and just like you know just a bit of everything really and um yeah like i've just i've always loved music so much man like it sounds like you're very well versed from what you're saying and from listening to your drumming. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'm very passionate about music, dude. Like, music is, yeah, my passion, man. Um, absolutely love it. I um, love playing with the guys um, live. Yeah, it's just amazing, man. I bet. Uh, that's, that's the first time I'm hearing about your musical background. Despite <laughs> <laughs> how we speak. I'm learning about my own bandmates through this. Yeah. Um, no, like, as in, like, you know, like, I've moved around a lot and stuff, and, like, I've been I've been in so many bands, but, like, one thing, um, rock music, um, post-hardcore, um, those, that has always been my genre that I listen to and stuff. Um, like, yeah, I just, I love the heaviness of, the, like, you know, the heavy drums, the... The screaming, the right. singing, and yeah, like I've yeah again, I've been in many different bands. I've been in a um indie rock band, um post hardcore band. I tried out for a um death call band, I think once, <laughs> but I wasn't I wasn't that great at um like blast beating and doing all that snaz. But um, but yeah, <laughs> um, 
I love that. Well, you know I, what? I, I just got this amazing image of you at five years old, <laughs> not being able to reach the kick drum. That's such a cool story. And you know what? It's funny. Like I've, I've moved around a bit as well. I haven't yeah. moved countries, to be fair. That's a big leap, especially oh, at seven. But I've, I've moved around a bit. Both has moved around a bit, and it, it, music is something you can always take with you, isn't it? So it's so exactly, important. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Wow, what a great story. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is good. We're all learning here. This is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do a segment hashtag NMS stories? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. But the reason why I asked that, honestly, is because I yeah. always think of Dave Lombardo from Slayer, classically trained, but can just rip up the skins when he's playing with Slayer, right? So. Yeah. So I, I, I was always curious as to where people get their backgrounds from, like that sort of thing. Like, how did you start, and like, where did you start? Which order playing first, and then how did you kind of start? I guess uh, um, slowly, uh, uh, kind of spanning into, into different genres. Yeah, I'll tell you what's nice as well is people don't often bring drummers onto the show. It's always, yeah. always the loud mouth vocalist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I in all seriousness it's such an integral part I mean, it's an integral part of any band sound let's be yeah. honest but it's an integral part of this as well because it's you've got all the switches you've got the changes in you know genre and style and you've got mm-hmm. that you know, like you said earlier there's the mix of like there's the heavy bits and there's the electronic bits and kind of keeping the rhythm to all of that and driving it through that is so important it's it, you know it must be great fun to play i kind of wish i could play the drums just to try that you know it's like, great. playing it live is the best like i love playing the um, hold on live um one of my favorites yeah. to play and um plus uh, and plus others as well but yeah <laughs> i love it absolutely brilliant you know what why don't we take this opportunity and take a quick break and pray uh, pray Play the brand new Insala song. <laughs> I just, That's that church story. I, oh, you, exactly, you mentioned the church and gospel, right? So let's play the, the brand new Insala song. Yeah, exactly. What a good segue. Eh? So, so, so here we go with the brand new Insala. It's a song called Hold On. Dig this.
This is a fantastic tune. It kind of gives you that kind of almost like dream pop, dream gaze me to be in it, and then like right in rock solid, like hardcore mix of new metal, uh, specifically corn. And I, I, I heard a lot of those kind of um, just after bridge and just, uh, um, some of the build ups. Like, like that definitely sounds like something like Fieldy would play or that sort of thing. And the the, the vocals were, were awesome. And, I mean, Amelie definitely had a little bit of Amy, Amy Lee influence in there as well, but. Mm. And you guys, what just like and even the drumming and, and, and drumming and, and on you, man, I can I can just pitch you going like yes, let's go and just, just, <laughs> just like be, literally beating the shit out of the drums, you know. <laughs> oh, bless you, man. Thank you so much for your amazing words. That that honestly means a lot. I mean, it is. It's incredible, isn't it? Like the sound, <laughs> it's just amazing. Like uh-huh. you know, what one of the privileges of doing this show, obviously, is all of the different types of music we get to hear and we we just absolutely love it when you hear that kind of fusion of different things that you just don't expect it it's absolutely amazing um oh. i'm kind of curious there's i think it's five of you in the band is that right do you want to tell us who the uh, others well who yeah, you all so are there, and what you all do yeah sure so there was yeah i mean there was five of us and um, we originally not too long ago well i want to say half a year ago possibly even more uh, we had our guitarist Regan Wharton uh, leave the band. Um, he was one of oh. the initial OGs. So, <laughs> so we're just, we're just, uh, we're just a four-piece at the moment, uh, which consists of uh, Millie Cook, our vocalist, our very talented vocalist. She's actually listening to this now, I believe. Um, uh, when we, I think she, um, I think she has like the the chance to sort of tune in for a minute. Um, so I'll give her a shout out. And then on bass we have Sam Bryant. Um, very capable, competent young man. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, obviously, Onyi, Alyssa on the on the skins, and then myself, Connor Hyde on guitar. Amazing. And how long, and like, how long ago was it that you kind of, you know, made those couple of calls and got the band together and started jamming? How long have you been going? Uh, late. Well, no, yeah, no. I would say mid twenty nineteen. Um, Wow, we saw it all. It all happened really quickly, really, because we recorded um, our first sort of like 
three songs in Devon at a sort of prestigious uh, recording studio called Middle Farm. And um, sort of oh, leading yeah, up to that, we, we actually hadn't um, even seen each other that much. Um, so we all just like just jumped in the in a in a car and just went down there. And um, throughout that whole recording process, which was probably over the course of a week, uh, we actually got to know each other, um, and it was really cool. And then, yeah, we within, within our first release, um, that did really well. Within the second release, did really well. For, for the second release, we did two back-to-back sold-out shows, sort of um, in support of, of the release. And then we were like, all oh, right, things are actually really picking up now. Uh, and then lockdown. And then <laughs> it, it derailed oh, from there. And, I mean, obviously, um, it, it's, it's affected every band. But, I mean, God, we really, really felt this one. Like, yeah. it really was a setback. And... Um, just just dark really I and mean, i think yeah just a lot of shit went down in that time just like not having the outlet of the bands and i mean i i went insane <laughs> i went insane just yeah just not yeah. not not being able to gig and right just it's it, it's such a this band is such an important sort of um i don't know how to explain it really no, it's it's essential to my to my well-being and my my mental health um and sort of without that outlet, it, it just yeah, things don't go too good. No, we it's been understand. a real struggle. Sorry, go mm. No, I was gonna say twenty understand, and uh, um, you know, uh, um, uh, I'm not sure. Funny enough, not really the way to say it. All enough, not really to say it. But one of their bands we've interviewed a few times. I had mentioned a few months ago. He said, despite all this lockdown, and his name is Harry from Ill Advised. And he said, despite all this lockdown, he goes, you guys have been the one consistent. It's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm glad we've been able to kind of help out and kind of, we'll say, kind of help each other kind of uh, heal together as a, as a, as a whole. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think that community part of it is, I mean, it's been so tough, hasn't it? What a ridiculous year. I remember at the beginning of this, when, when, we're, when I was doing the intros for the... Obviously, this goes on catch up as well as going out live right, right now. Um, it's along live? The, on the catch up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Right, right now. <laughs> Can I retake that? Um, but I remember like doing the intros, and it, it's like, how do you even describe this to someone that's you know, and we didn't know how long it was going to last or anything. How do you even describe this to someone that may be listening in like five years? Like, what the what the hell are we talking about? And who knows what would have happened by then? Will, will the aliens have come down and everyone will have forgotten about COVID or whatever? But <laughs> it's now gone on for so long. At first, I, I honestly thought it'd be a bit like that summer where everyone threw ice cold water over their heads for some charity. I thought it would just be like one of those yeah. things where you go, oh yeah, do you remember that? But it actually turned into something far more serious and far, yeah. far greater than we all thought. And it's been really tough, I think for everyone so you know i feel for any band but especially if you've just got going and just like got off the mark so quickly and then it's like oh great now what <laughs> it must be really hard i think you've done brilliantly to you know to to get through it and come out and you know be here today and, and thinking about you know talking to us th- releasing a new single thinking about what's next i think it's great to be honest Absolutely. with you uh, yeah thank you man yeah i mean it really feels like um like a lot of normalcy is sort of returns um and you know saying that actually i've seen so many bands not survive this whole pandemic you know right it's really really yeah. heartbreaking and it, it was it was so testing it was so trying um but yeah it's uh, yeah the worst is definitely behind us and um you know we got gigs lined up now and you know it's, it's all it's all 
it's going good so far. Um, I don't, there's talk of a, of a of another lockdown here, but that's that's just hearsay at the moment. So um, we're trying to sort of keep a positive outlook on it at the moment. Is there? Mm, well, there's like this Indian variant. Um, right. It's it's uh, uh, you know, it's just rumours. No, well, I've, 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 I've had a lot of sort of contradicting sort of theories about where it's going to go, and I, I just I just don't get involved in it. I just hope for the best, really. <laughs> but you know what um i i did and i can't remember but it wasn't wasn't england but i did uh i mean obviously we've we definitely heard bits and pieces about the the the, um the covid variant but i did i could have sworn it said australia was headed for a fourth lockdown yeah i think it's sydney um they are i've got um my wife's actually um She's an artist and she's got a, a couple of paintings in an exhibition in Sydney. And over the time they've been there, it's been shut down about four times, three or four times oh. <laughs> because they, because of it all. But um, yeah, I think it's, it is it is a bit up and down, but hopefully the vaccines and yeah. everything else, um, hopefully it's all out. I've got my jab booked in next week, Bonesy. Hey. I, I, got, I got my first round uh, this last Sunday. And then, yeah, I know, man. And then, what uh, flavor did you get? A Pfizer. Get Pfizer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I think it was the last week too when I got the shot. Uh, before the shot, uh, the nurse said, "Well, do you know what? I can't remember what the P stands for, but it's like abbrevi- the, the abbreviation is or uh, the, the acronym is PEG, and it's something ethylene glycol." And I said, "Well, I, I, I know what ethylene glycol is. Thank you, forensic files, and you know, and <laughs> and because it's antifreeze, right?" Right, and I know a forensic files also when I worked uh, baggage. You know, we split the planes, and it was glycol. It was so Andy free to take the ice off, right? So she goes, "Well, not quite the same, but you know." But she chuckled at the same time. She started laughing. I said, "Well, thank forensic files." Like, oh, okay, now it. So, sounds like um, for what a better phrasing. It sounds like the P is quite important in that yeah. equation. I, I see this could go sour real quick. So, but yeah. either way. It was streamlined very well, very quick and easy, and you know, it just a, 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 a quick like little like literally like a little pinch, and that was it. And the, the only thing is, you got to wait 15 minutes to make sure you're fine. So I was, and it's, and the fact it was kind of bad that they actually had to put up a sign saying no photography or videography. It's like, are we? Do we really care that much that we we got we got we got we got we got socialize or hey guess what I just got vaccinated with a, with a shot I mean it, you know it's it's fine putting those little banners but doing natural video stuff man it's a shot you know come on like, we, <laughs> we, we, every we, every we, time we I get, get a flu jab yeah, we'll, or we'll, a tetanus we'll, jab I'm we'll, gonna do that in the we'll, future we'll, I'm gonna yeah, selfie yeah. it yeah. yeah exactly we'll give you a little golf clap <laughs> for that right but I'm sitting and I'm sitting you know it's like okay well you know I I can't check my phone for anything or do any you know that sort of thing it's okay no problem so I'm just kind of looking around and then I'm waiting, waiting, I look at the clock and look, look at my watch at the same time. And then I see it comes up to like the, the time I get to leave. And so it's like, there's like 10 seconds. Like, and there's like 10, 9, 8, it's like 1. And I am out of here. Thank you guys. Good night. You know, like, it's like, 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 you know, exactly. Mic drop. I actually get give it away. It's like, thank you guys. Have a good day. Like, I'm, out. I'm out. So, um, Right, to bring this slightly back to an interview, we're not yes. really doing interviews. That was your <laughs> but, uh, I have got uh, three quick fire questions for you both. Uh, in because you're a relatively new band, I thought it'd be fun to get to know you a little bit um, individually. Uh, so I've got three slightly random quick fire questions, um, and you can give an answer each. All right, in whichever order. Cool. You want, uh, if you're up for it, so first question: 
is what's your favourite pizza topping? Oh, dude, I love pizza <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, pepperoni. Pepperoni, that nice. My favorite. Um, barbecue base with um, meatballs and um, the tandoori chicken. Nice. That's my call. go-to. Yeah. Wow, you you really thought about that? Okay, I like that. <laughs> Good answer. Like, yeah. Yeah, go on, mate. Go on. All I was gonna say is Ani a jumper slash pizza connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that is the one. Yeah. <laughs> Connor, what's your favorite pizza topping? Uh, just like everything that is. That could be as most opposite as possible from onions. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 doing the whole vegan thing. Uh, right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So anything that's not onions pizza, really. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, just just get those charcoal fucking vegetables on it. You know what I mean? No. Uh, um, um, some beyond meat options. You know. Uh, I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of sort of options on this side of the of the pond. So I mean. Um, I don't know, man. I lived in Brighton for 10 years, and there was some pretty amazing vegan pizzas available in some of the little BC places. Oh. I'm, I'm not a vegan, but I can tell you it's worth it sometimes. Um, yeah. I mean, I actually, uh, a mate of mine was over from the US um, that I work with, uh, must have been like February last year. Or, it was before the pandemic, anyway. Maybe it was the end of 2019. I can't remember. Um, he, uh, he's, I, I, I don't know what the logic behind this was, but we went to a pizza restaurant and he ordered a vegan pizza and asked them to put chicken on it. And this is like in the central <laughs> island. And, and the look on the people's faces was just like, what? <laughs> but he was like, I love the vegan cheese and I love all the stuff you put on it, but I also want chicken. <laughs> well, um, what was that place that like, we Say that again, Brainsley. I said, what was that place that you, uh, myself, and Lady Bones ate at when we were there? Oh, well, we ate everywhere, didn't we? Well, no, no, <laughs> but the, the, the place we had the pizza, like, it was like a, like a pound for a pizza, like a huge pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't remember the name of that. Um, I can't remember the name of the place. It's right opposite the building where I used to work. But, yeah, it's, it's literally a pound for a massive slice of yeah, pizza, isn't it? It's really awesome. Good too. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. What's the vegan option saying there? No I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I've only had very heavily meat-based pizzas from there. <laughs> Mike, Mike was our tour guide and and and, and suggester, so <laughs> I'll have to look the name of that up. Um, yeah, okay, right. So uh, that was quick fire question number one. Uh, quick fire question number two is: uh, What's the stupidest thing you've ever done? Um, <laughs> is there a fault um, to that, or are you just going to trail you off? So I may, I may, uh, oh, I mean, where, where do I start? I mean, um, <laughs> me. uh, only do you want to start on that one so I can um, pick yeah, one I mean, myself? I'm, I'm a rollerblader, so um, the steepest bit I've done um, after seeing someone do a flip <laughs> is me thinking I could do the same thing and then trying it and landing on my back. Oh. That is the stupidest thing I've done, I think. Mate, do you know what? When I was about, yeah. I think I'm going to say like 15, um, all my mates were really into skateboarding and I kind mm-hmm. of, I liked the idea of it, but I couldn't do it. And then we went to this half pipe um, like after school yeah. uh, in, this, in this place, skate park near where we went to school. And um, my mate just went down this half pipe and made it look like, 
you know, you just glide down this thing and it's a piece of piss. I like, oh, I can do that. <laughs> and honestly, I bruised my coccyx and it hurts so oh, much. I can't oh. even begin to tell you. <laughs> it's just like, why did I think I could do that? It's such a stupid thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's my most stupid spin, I think. Yeah, I can think of. I totally feel that. Yeah, what about you, Connor? Uh, God. Uh, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind, I suppose, is... Um, this is in the sort of underage drinking days. Uh, so yeah, we, we used to hit up South Bank um, and sort of would would sort of uh, hang hang about. Um, oh, what's it called? Royal Festival Hall. I don't know if you know it, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, they left a fire door open um, <laughs> when I was pissed up with my mate, and I must have been like fifteen or sixteen or something at the time. And uh, yeah, we just we just we just sort of stumbled in there really, and. Um, we, we, we kept coming up against um, staff, and they were just like, what the fuck are you doing it? And we were like, oh, yeah, um, we're meeting a mate. Um, our friend, Roberto, that lives here, uh, <laughs> he says he's going yeah, he to meet us here. And, you know, obviously, like, a fictional character. Anyway, we, um, we, I think we got past, like, three different staff members with that same um, sort of fallacy of a lie. And then uh, we actually got to the grand organ in like the main hall and started playing it. Um, so yeah, yeah we, got, we got all the way there just based on that light. And, um, wow. Yeah, we managed to sort of get out unscathed really. But I mean, honestly, that is, that is a great question, but there's, there's just so many potential answers for that. Um, I don't want to say anything too incriminating as well. So. <laughs> I, 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 I've got two. I've got one when I was five. The smart kid that I was, I found a piece of asphalt on the ground tossed up thinking I could catch it. Of course I didn't and it nailed me in the head. And so I, started, I, started, I started gushing blood, right? So, and then of course my mom sees me, she freaks out. So first thing she does is she picks me up, she tosses me over her shoulder and she's running up the street because about five houses up is a, a neighbor friend of ours and um, our friend's mother's a nurse. So she of course like runs right up there. And, and and she's like, "What did you do? Oh my God, Kathy, 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 Kathy!" Like, no, she's she's running up the street, and I'm bouncing on her story. No, like, and I'm like, 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 I'm not that face blinded by am, you know. And then we get there, and and then uh, uh, no, she's like, "Bang the door!" And Kathy comes out. She's like, "Oh, it's don't worry, it's fine." Because his head bleeds a lot. Well, we'll put a bandage on it here. We'll stop the bleeding. Then he will need a few stitches, maybe. We'll see what the doc says. So, but yeah, I was like. Yeah, I was a pretty smart kid, right? <laughs> and, and now, because of that, I have a little bald spot which, <laughs> on my head because of that, because I'm trying to ca- capture asphalt. So. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And, All uh, right, and then my third question is one that I've asked a couple of bands that have been on the show, and it does generally get some interesting answers, so I like to re-bring it out occasionally. Um, but what is in your fridge right now? Ooh. When you start? <laughs> um... Not much at the moment, actually. <laughs> I, was, I was meant to go food shopping today, but I was so tired from um, being out last night. So um, I didn't do that. Um, yeah, I think we've just got like some ham, cheese, um, a pot of stew, and oh, rice. Pretty, pot of stew is pretty good. <laughs> Can't complain yeah. about that. I mean, that's, that's not bad. But I said, like... As in, like the, the like the Nigerian like kind of stew, like that that kind of stew. Okay, right. nice. nice. So, yeah, nice. Um, yeah, the African main stew. Um, I love it. Yeah, 
Oh. Yeah, not no, nothing, nothing really. That's good. That's, that's, that's very rock and roll. That's good rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and just before we continue, Ani, if there's something you can give me the recipe that I love it because we we like doing different foods around this house. So please, <laughs> please wicked. Yeah, drop me a message, bro, and I will send you that recipe. Awesome. Excellent. That's another international Friday night. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) You and Lady Rains, I love it. (laughs) Connor, what's in your fridge right now? Well, uh, actually, a lot of sweet stuff. I've really been indulging my vegan sweet tooth uh, lately. And well, there is actually a reason for it. um, And sort of being on the topic of being uh, very forthcoming and sort of open with, you know, uh, talking about ourselves and where we're at. Um, I'm, I'm in recovery. Um, I I got out of rehab a few months ago. Um, and what usually happens in this particular period, they call it uh, the newcomer period in recovery is, um, where that void now is, which was previously filled by, you know, hard drugs, drink, whatever. There's now just a void there and you use, you know, sweet things, food, coffee, just to sort of fill that void. Um, which is why a lot of people actually put on weight when they come out of rehab Um, so yeah my my sweet tooth is just yeah it's gone mad and it's I've got it's weird getting actually like an appetite back you know Um, yeah I'm I'm sure this isn't uh, the answer you were expecting but there you go there's a deep no but this is this is the point I said we wanted to get to know you didn't I so yeah I'll be honest I was not expecting that at all but yeah no definitely like Mike's exactly right no we ask you questions for a reason and it's not uh because we want to get to do exactly what he said, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, congratulations, by the way. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Going through, that's a hard decision to make as well. I I must, personally, I've, you know, dabbled with various things in the part. I don't do more because I've got two young children, but, um, but never kind of in any meaningful way and and not sort of um, had to go through that. But I, I think it's, you know, the, all of these things are so readily available and so obviously incredibly addictive and they feel so great when you're doing it. Um, yeah. that it's, you know, it's such an impossible situation. So I really admire the fact that you've got yourself into rehab, got out of it. And also I really like that kind of, um, that solution of filling that gap in the meantime of having some sweet as well. I think that's brilliant. Absolutely. So, well, I mean, I think there's more <laughs> healthier sort of alternatives. Right. Uh, I'm sure there are, but even so. process of trying to trying to discover i mean this this kind of relates to what we have been talking about is um yes it was it is readily available and you know despite a pandemic or no pandemic the demand for drugs will always be there um so you know the world was shutting down but um my dealer was still very much in in operation um and it's you know we were talking about connection earlier and i just felt so disconnected uh, over this whole yeah. pandemic and I found a connection in in drinking drugs and um, I actually saw a statistic that said since this pandemic addiction has gone up 33 percent wow I can fully imagine mm-hmm. that yeah mm. well yeah, um, this is kind of uh, well a bit of a sad note but we are unfortunately out of time for the interview Oh. But, but, oh. but Connor, Ani, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight, and we will get a follow-up set up, but it's probably not going to be until August or September to be, at this point, to be honest, because we're so booked. No worries. <laughs> it's been amazing uh, you guys having us. We really appreciate it. That flew by. I mean, 45 minutes goes so, so quickly. Yeah. So thank you so much yeah. for coming on. 
Any diamonds? Um, yeah, man. No, I feel like genuinely, you know, because because you're a new band, we didn't know much about you. We wanted to ask some questions that kind of got under the skin a little bit. I feel like we really achieved that. So thank you so much for being so open and honest with us, um, and for making such amazing music as well. Absolutely brilliant. Thank, thank you guys you very much. Ah, oh, bless you guys. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Guys, have a great night. And like I said, we will set up a follow-up uh, again soon, but probably like we were saying, August, September, at least. <laughs> oh, and uh, just lastly, you should very quickly, in like 10 seconds, tell everyone where they can hear your new single yes. why, why yes, they should. Because cool. you're awake on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, so just head over to to us on any social media platform, all the usual, obviously, and... Um, it's, it's most likely the first link you're going to see is going to be a, a link to where you can stream the song on various different um, streaming services, whether that be Apple Music, Deezer, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> alternatively, you can just whack our name into any of those streaming services. Um, but if in doubt, head over to our Instagram and there's a link just there in our bio. Boom. <laughs> fantastic and google blah 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 you'll find it so (laughs) yeah (laughs) you'll definitely find it (laughs) guys thank you so much for joining us we had an awesome time and we we will catch up again very very soon definitely can't wait thank Thank you so much guys thanks guys thank you guys good night right on we're gonna call mr mike five back right now and we had a great interview with insolus could have asked for a better bunch of guys really so hey man hey wow what a great interview yeah and and, and a few things we we're expecting but I, at the same time i'm glad they were upfront and honest about it and because I, I i'm not lying when, when i got the response uh, initially uh from connor's like Oh man, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I was, I was not trying to be pry, being trying to pry that deep. I just like was just a little bit curious. Like, okay, well, I'm, I'm glad he told us about it, but I just, I initially felt bad. I was like, oh, please, did tell me didn't cross the line because I was not meaning to do that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. but no, they were so upfront and so honest and so. But that's part of, you know, part of what they talk about when they're talking their bio and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, that's just I thought it was brilliant. I really right. felt like you at know, the end of it, that, I was like, was, oh, I really felt man, like I know you guys. That was, that was more than depth, you know, because like I said, like we've said many, many times, we're not shock dogs. That's why I said that. He's like, well, what was it? Uh oh. Like, did, 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 did <laughs> what I, have I done? I, I, I was not trying to hit shock dog level here at all whatsoever. That's why it's like. <laughs> but no, it's cool. It was, it, honestly, it was really good to hear from but them. I, really good to hear about. Oh, yeah. So know, I, I'm, uh, I have to message Connor because I don't have only on Twitter or those things because I want to get his message. I, I actually really do want that recipe for a stew. So. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, so, people might think that you're sucking up to the guests, but no, I know no, no. you genuinely wanted that. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about like, oh man, that sounds amazing. Like, I gotta get that recipe. <laughs> I say that. I'm sure no one thinks you're sucking up to the guests, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. What a great way to start a Saturday night. I do yeah. love what we do. I think we're very, very lucky, mate. Yes, 100% we are. That was a lot of fun. And let me tell you that this, uh, <laughs> this list, I started out, I write down the first four songs for part one. And I look at it like, like big X to it, like nope, let's <laughs> start again. <laughs> like, that, that just like like that. As soon as I thought about it, I couldn't really thought about it. And my head's like, no, that, that's not at all what I want. Like, nope. <laughs> so start again. So in solace was obviously given because we were a guest, but we're just following that. How do I want to follow that? How do I want to line things up? And um, uh, like what, today, what you have got, you've nailed because I've seen the list, mate, and it's. 
bloody brilliant. <laughs> well, man, the cool thing is, uh, uh, we have. I, get, I will send you the Dropbox for the, the new Lost Division uh, uh, album, but this is the first like full length album because they switched singers. Because I'm pretty sure Lost Division was uh, uh, "Wish You Were Dead," and they switched singers. They're, they're from Finland, right? Right. So, but it's a great album. And um, before I get to that, too, I just want to talk real briefly about uh, my my Bandcamp purchase the other day for a band right. called The Full Park, which you're opening a part two with. And it's like, oh, cool. Oh, because we got an email. They said, okay, we'll check our band camp. It's like, name a price. Oh, yeah, I'm going to pay for it, right? So you know, yeah. I, buy, I buy a single. It's like, oh, cool. I can pay too much for the single. Too much for the single. Then I see, like, uh, uh, all the full albums out, too. It's like, oh, okay. Well, going to put another 10 bucks there. So, <laughs> so like, no, when I put the full albums, I go, well, I still need the single and the album because I'm going to get it right now my band camp list, right? So, Nice. Hello, wallet. And, <laughs> and then, of course, uh, I got the email for the new Adam Bostock album, Lost in Time, which is like, amazing. It's like, oh, well, buying that right away. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, and speaking of which, um, Adam, I hope you're listening because I, I'm not sure we got our email, but we're trying to line him up for July 10th. If not, we'll do something else. But uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, he'll get back to us. So, here we go with Adam Bostock and a song called Vampiric from his new album, Lost in Time. Do this.
right on brand new Adam Bostock and Vampire from his new album, which I did buy, which is awesome, by the way. <laughs> so, um, yeah. uh, this this had like new metal written all over it with a just, but again with the kind of prog rock and almost like we'll call it the we'll doom and gloom rock as well. <laughs> but <laughs> e- either way, uh, it just it was great, and and you know. When when I heard it, you know, I I thought uh, um a little bit of a Primus actually, um, uh, okay, like a, a couple songs from from Pork Soda, you know, and and just like, yeah, yeah. and it just the the mix of kind of like the the, the corn aspect to it, like I mentioned last time, like uh, when we said you know because like, it's like why won't you die the song like uh, uh with uh, Chester Bennington and uh, John yeah, Lewis, right. Yeah. And it still was. I mean, it was like holy crap, and just it just so like yes, I love that kind of sound. It's 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 unique and 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 a little bit twisted in some cases, but it sounds amazing, <laughs> you know. It's proper good, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's oh man, because for me, there's like an industrial tone in it as well, and like it's grungy and it's proggy, and then it's just like you say, just metal. <laughs> like, it's all. <laughs> like slathered in metal it's brilliant it's such a great tune oh, my voice almost broke there it's so good <laughs> it's brilliant <laughs> but honestly it's such a great tune it means a brilliant album as well, but, um... <laughs> <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> <You're frozen>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you man i've lost my credit <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant. It's a great team. What else can I say? <laughs> well, if um, you... Go ahead. No, that's it. <laughs> right. Please, can I finish? Please, can I finish? Oh, oh okay, can I finish? Okay, I can finish. Right. <laughs> Please, can I finish? <laughs> so, man. Right. Uh, next up, um, this is... Uh, we have played this song before. This is the first single off... Uh, the Mothman and the Thunderbirds um, um, brand new record a song called Hollow Earth but it's a great tune and uh, we did play Cloud Joint Cloud Joint their week which is the second single but I was like you know what this follows uh, um, um, at a boss like so well so I decided to put, to put this one in so this is Mothman and the Thunderbirds and a song called Hollow Earth dig this
which is the first single off the new album. And uh, this one is just heavy as hell. And uh, I was saying to Mike off air that Desfleet definitely has uh, somewhat of a the, uh, Pantera staple with uh, um, the bass and the drums. And, uh, you know, uh, he's got a great voice, definitely, for sure. And, uh, you know, it just has that, that this raw kind of energy and... It, that little, that little, almost like um, guitar pinch you'd hear, you'd hear you heard a lot on uh, Bulger Display of Power. Yeah. But man, this whole album is amazing. Like once it came out, I was like, because I know Mike, you bought it too. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but but what a, what a great song and a fantastic album, and uh, he's on the list of set up. So we'll probably say like for him as well. It'll probably be at least August now. We're crazy busy. I mean, we have next week we have Al Julia, followed by Lost Chines, followed by Goes of Good Speed, followed by Ron Bowes, and then we have Cosmic Boss, Wing and Alan Boss, so I see fulfilled the second week of July, plus Naz and Ella, and then we're almost in August, and then we have, uh, um, technically speaking, we have uh, uh, um, Cynthia, uh, which we'll be playing in. Uh, well, songs, I believe. Actually, yeah, in about two songs. Either way. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're booking up super quick, and we're loving it. It's great, but, yeah, we're filling up fast. Phrasing. Like, yeah, man. So. <laughs> Phrasing. Yeah. Um, mate, I mean, I talked about metal in, in the last song, and then, <laughs> and then you yeah. played this song <laughs> from this amazing album. But I'm just, I mean, I'm going to have to read what I wrote because I almost can't keep up with myself, but I just had to, as I, I just had to write this down, but basically I just put, if you like fucking crazy heavy music with pinched harmonics, enormous riffs and a drum sound that feels like it's punching you in the heart, then this is probably for you. And I think that's basically <laughs> how I feel listening to this. It's so good. Man, it's, it's an amazing album. Um, we both pre-ordered it, didn't we? And it's, it, it came out, well, the rest of it came out this week or last week? I can't well, remember. Last week, last week. Yeah, yeah, and man, it's heavy. At the same it's time, great. too, that uh, um, Cloud Giant came out. That's, that's his second movie, which we did play last week. So Right, yeah, yeah, but but yeah, good. it's superb. It's good to the album. It's like, you know what? Yeah, we got to play Hollow Earth again because that'll follow this perfectly. So yeah. speaking of following perfectly, we have brand new Lost Division, a song called The Killer. Take this.
Lost Division and The Killer. What a great tune. It's been a while. I mean, I think they've been running down for a while, but it's finally out. But what a great tune and just love her vocals. And these are, this is one of the many awesome and very talented Finnish uh, metal slash rock bands. Yeah, absolutely. That's so... Um... I don't know how you describe it, but like the guitar sound is so like pure, I guess. Like it's heavy, but you can hear every note brilliantly, and it works so well with the bass, the way the bass is mixed in. And then it just gives that platform, obviously with the drums as well. It just gives the platform for the vocalist to go, "All right, let's fucking have this." And she just goes, <laughs> she's going crazy with it. She's got such a great voice, and again, so slick and smooth. Her vocal is excellent. That's such a well put together tune, man. I adore that. I think it's brilliant. Well, you know, and the one thing I forgot to mention about uh, Oni is like, man, he, he's just he's just like Tom from the Disney Ghost. He's like Animal from the from the Muppet Show, right? He just he just great as like. Really beats the crap out of them, right? So. I know it's amazing, isn't it? So I man, really enjoyed that interview. That oh really yeah, man! Fun. Oh, I mean, we, 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 we've we've uh, interviewed so many different genres of music and so many different people, and and that's the beauty part is you know it keeps us and the band on their toes because we don't know what to expect. I mean, you know, there's certain things that are not going to happen, but the different uh, genres, walks of life, and different ways they came together and how this happened, that sort of thing, our backgrounds, and like. It's 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 been uh, interesting and exciting to say the least. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and also I like the way that different interview, like it's artist led the interview really. Like, you know, we can ask certain things, but where they choose to go is up right. to them, and then that leads us down different different types of conversation, different or, places. Or like they that. choose to answer it too, right? So. <clears throat> yeah yeah exactly and uh, i really like that like that was a real kind of because i didn't know much about them because they're quite new that was a real kind of get to know you kind of interview and really felt strongly that into that it's like oh i really do feel like we've we know you better like, we've, <laughs> we've achieved something hey <laughs> um yeah it's great i love this just yeah i think we're very lucky to do what we do to be honest yeah oh yeah no i i agree and i, agree. And I always look forward to it and honestly this week it took me a couple of days to kind of kind of really get into it because i was listening but that kind of took a, like, a, like a tiny little break and it's like okay my head's out of it i need to kind of get my head back in this okay it's like, and then you know i did a few things okay right now i'm back into it now we're good to go so and <laughs> so i just one of those things because it's, it's maybe we'll call it like a small tiny slump but not really but Either way, it's like, it's like writer's block, playlist block. I, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> to a point. It's like, but once it gets to like, okay, no, what's right going? Like I said, and and I knew, I, and it was back in my game when I looked at the first four. So I was like, nope, second draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. It's when you start scrapping. So man, uh, well, next up we have brand new Cynthia, and we have a brand new song as well for next week as well, and we will have them on on August. I'm not sure which week yet. I was talking with uh, uh, Rocker Heart the other day, and he said, "Well, once we find out when the well, once the last three songs are finished and, and, and mastered, then we can make the the date." But the album is supposed to be, be be released in August. Nice. Okay. Cool. But that aside, here's his other band, Cynthia, which is an awesome band. They're always very heavy. Here's a song. Here, here's a song. Here's a song. <laughs> uh, here's a song. You know. Or yeah, let, so let, let, let us pray like it. let us pray like, <laughs> <laughs> at pentecostal church yeah right exactly you know? <laughs> so here's a song but here's a song by, by, by cynthia called predator or prey dig this <laughs> <laughs> 
right on. Brand new Lost Division Predator of Prey, uh, courtesy of Inverse Records. Uh, this whole new album is amazing, and she has <laughs> such a fantastic voice and just powerful and strong. I mean, the drums are just crazy. You know, you got a like a mix of Tool in there as well. It's like Tool meets Finnish rock. Like seriously. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that was Cynthia, wasn't it? Cynthia. Oh, Cynthia. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No. Oh, God. Oh, my, I've been sparked a little bit, so Gary, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> I thought I was going to have Wow. No, 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 no. That was totally my bad. That was totally my bad. <laughs> well, that was an excellent Canadian rock tune. Canadian rock tune. Oh, my God. I, I'm so embarrassed. So, Gary, my apologies, but Gary's... Let's let's restart that. So, Gary's guitars were amazing. <laughs> The vocals were awesome. I don't know why I thought because of looking at the list, and I think I looked at I looked at Lost Division because it's right before something on the list. So my apologies there, but great tune, great Canadian <laughs> tune, and we will. They do have three more songs left to finish for this album, and we will have Rock Hard and possibly the rest of the band on uh, in August. So um, <clears throat> my apologies again, but. <laughs> Yeah. That was classic. I love that. Yeah, um, yeah no, I love that tune. The, like you said, the guitar is so heavy and so full sounding. It really is amazing. Um, and then the vocal is just, oh, it's just beautiful. It's just like the way that she sings is incredible. It's so powerful and full and just like, oh, rings out, man. I absolutely love it. But it all works, you know, off this kind of base of, you know, massive heaviness, which is fantastic. And I also love the kind of, um, I don't want to say synth because it's not really a synth, but the kind of synthy bits that are in there, you know, the keyboard bits that are in there, um, just add that extra layer um, and give it almost like an 80s kind of um, thing, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just massive heavy music. I really love it. Exactly. And you can only see how red my face is for making looking down made the wrong mistake. So. Oh, I wouldn't worry about it. Anyway, <laughs> great tune. And uh, uh, Gary, we look forward to having you on possibly as a band in August. So next up, so this was uh, actually pretty interesting. So the next up is a band called Trope. This is a brand new album which came out March 31st. And I ordered the, the, the signed copy CD, which I need to do a thank you for, which I haven't done not, have not done yet. But, so, you know, I get a little index card, <coughs> a little note with the CD. It says, um, hello and thank you, fellow Londoner. It's like, no way she's canadian living in la and singing for trope it's like man jackpot like <laughs> i was like this is amazing it's like it's like i didn't know that and then the thing is and literally probably a day or so before i got the cd you know obviously like most people i follow trope on, on instagram and she's part of that band as well which i'll tell you about in uh uh in a little bit but I see, well, she went to Montreal, where I was born and raised to visit family. It's like, oh, cool, she got family in, in Canada, cool. And, and, and I was like, oh, that's not bad. And then I, I see a day or two again, see anything, see this uh, message thing. Phil Lunder's like, no way, she's Canadian. That's awesome. Like, uh, so cool. Like, uh, it's like, so Canada represent, and uh, yeah, very cool. Love it. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, I had no idea, but that was amazing. I mean, the, the band, the CD is amazing and totally worth it. But I was like, oh, that just makes it so much better. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I thought they were from, um, like, uh, California or somewhere. Oh, L.A. Uh, duh. Yeah, yeah. L.A., yeah. California. You know, the kind of same place, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> 
Oh, fuck. I, it, 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 you know, no, no, far be it for me from the mistakes I've made today to kind of come down on you for your... So, so, God damn it. I, I, I was doing I, really I, I'm, well. I, I, I'm, re- I'm recusing myself from this conversation, so... so you have to find one little thing. Well, I know, I know. I, 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 no. No, no, I, I can almost almost feel like uh, um um I know according to her, I'm sorry, dude, we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so, before, without further ado, here we go with trope and a song called Hyper Extend. Dig this. <laughs>
right on trope and hyperextend and uh, can I represent. Uh, but this, <laughs> this album is so good. And if you guys have not heard, please check out their band camp. I mean, it, this is such a great mix of prog rock and new metal. And like, <clears throat> uh, I'm not sure how to classify tool, but we'll see alternative rock as well. And yeah. uh, she has got an like Amy Lee uh, uh, voice but her own twist and, and, and her voice is so powerful and I just would love to see them in concert and just see how, you know, just how little effort it takes for her to get her vocals out and have them travel like miles literal. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. It's To be honest with you, the only thing holding me back from buying the CD is the postage cost but i think i might just have to do it anyway oh um, stopping such a baby you, you, you know how much <laughs> i paid in, in in shipping fees from all stuff i brought from the uk one thing's fine <laughs> no i know but it's not one thing is it <laughs> that's the problem i've got two and a half thousand things no, in my no, bank no, I know. <laughs> um yes, yes no I but see. yeah <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is I might wait till payday <laughs> but no it's absolutely uh, 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 brilliant I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> oh dear I was like, come on this show just be berated by you these days. <laughs> oh, oh berated come on <laughs> <laughs> oh woe is me <laughs> yeah man a little bit more exaggeration there eh a little bit a little bit I'll be, creative I'll be. license creative well, license Waja. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> anyway, if I may comment on the song, um, it's, it's a brilliant tune. Um, I, I, man, her vocal really is sensational, isn't it? It's it's so so good. We've had um, what's that? Three in a row now. Amazingly powerful female vocalists um, doing completely different styles of very heavy music, <laughs> um, and I love it. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. And they are from. L.A., California, yes. Canada, somewhere. L.A., California, Canada. All right. Somewhere. Uh, when, we come, when we come back, I'll let you know what's exactly wrong with that sentence. But until, <laughs> <laughs> until, until then, here's a brand new... London, California, that's a thing. <laughs> so, so until then, here's a brand new... Get the fuck out of Dodge, covering a song called Manhunt by the Winnebago Dealer. Dig this. <laughs>
right on. Get the fuck out of Dodge with a cover of, of a song by the Winnebago Dio called uh, Manhunt. Uh, that was awesome. I really enjoyed that. This is a great uh, album. And it's called These Songs Still Aren't Ours. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a brilliant name for a cover album, isn't it? I mean, it's obviously, yeah, it's genius. And oh, the, have you got the tape? Did you order the tape? I did. Oh, yeah. I'm still waiting on it because the uh, post has been a little slow because. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it takes because, because, because Alan, um, Lord Numb slash uh, um, Generation Radio, has, has, have you got the shirt yet? It's like, not yet, but I, I will promise you I will Instagram this. The, the, uh, thank you soon to get it, which I haven't done, which I haven't got yet. But I still have the Instagram. A thank you for uh, the new um, CD you got from uh, Trope, obviously. And the and the one I was from uh, uh, Hilo as well. So just have that nice. in mind. But either way, awesome. you're gonna be busy on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, right. Huh? Uh, love it. Um, yeah. Anyway, so the, the reason I ask is that the tape is brilliant. It's it's brilliantly made. It's well, it's, it's yeah, handmade, completely part, DIY, huh? and it's so perfectly put together. It's lovely. Um, but yeah, I love this. What I love about this track. Um, is A, I followed this band, the original band, Winnebago Deal, around the country with Tokyo Dragons for like three months in 2002 because I don't know why, <laughs> nothing else to do. Um, <laughs> and it was, I saw them in all sorts of places. It was amazing. Um, and then secondly, I mentioned that on the show when we first heard a get out, get the fuck out of Dodge tune um, that they kind of reminded me of Winnebago Deal. And they then went and went, oh, who's that band you mentioned? And I said, oh, Winnebago Deal. And then went and got this EP and listened to it and then put this track on their covers album. And I love that. Like, it's such a great, such a great um, bit of musical discovery going back because um, they're a relatively obscure band. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, absolutely fantastic. Uh, really good cover. Uh, I actually listened to this and then the original straight afterwards the other day just to uh, remind myself. And it's a really faithful cover. Um, it's the original actually. It's, it's really really good um but you know even if it wasn't it sounds amazing as it is but it is you know incredibly well done to be honest with you and this whole album is full of two minute bangers that are other people's tunes and it's awesome yeah two minute bangers <laughs> phrasing <laughs> exactly <laughs> so next up so we have poor yeah. phrasing, Brand new static in Verona with a song called Until You Go. Dig this.
static in Verona until you go. Uh, he is constantly switching stuff up between uh, pop, dream pop, prog rock. We, we were just never knowing what we were going to expect from him. And it's awesome because he always does such a great job. And he's such a perfectionist that you'll look at two or three versions of the same song for the week, maybe more, because he's just not happy with it. But it's totally cool. And love his voice. Rob is always, I, I've always loved his vocals and his, his mixing abilities and just, just the fact that he's like, no, no, gotta do it again. Gotta do it again. <laughs> Man, it's just, he has such a variety. It's incredible, isn't it? Um, just everything he does is different. Everything's unique. Everything still sounds like him. It's always really well produced. Like that was brilliant. Just everything had, again, it's just this thing where everything has its own, uh, own place in the mix and it all comes together and just sounds really full and amazing. I absolutely love it. I think it's brilliant. Right on, man. Well, we have two more songs to get through for part one tonight, and then we'll take a quick break in part two. So next up is brand new Without Andrew and a song called Doom Scrolling. And speaking of Without Andrew, they made a post on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and saying, well, we're going to do this, but you know what? And what? And they never answered what. So, uh, Matt, Danny, Monique, uh, a little help. <laughs> <clears throat> so here we go. Without Andrew, uh, doom scrolling. Dig this. I'm feeling lost. I feel
right on without Andrew and Doom Scrolling. That was a great tune, and uh, it kind of gave you an idea of <clears throat> what without Andrew is capable of and their full potential right there with the, the, the collaboration of, of, the, of the harmonization of the vocals and this, the, the power behind the, the vocals and just that, that uh, was a great tune. Yeah, definitely. This has definitely been one of my most played albums of the last couple oh, of weeks. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just got a whole, since it came out, um, we just keep going back to it. It's just got such a range of tunes on it. Um, all, you know, broadly within the you know, punk, pop punk, uh, emo punk kind of you know range. But it, it's got such a variety and it sounds so good together. It is fantastic. Um, I also really love, I know I said this before, but I love the two... Um, you know, kind of incidental, you know, filler type tracks that are less than thirty seconds each. So literally, every time they get played on Spotify, <laughs> they get they get zero. It, can, it 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 says they have zero plays because it's by, by any count, it's after yeah. thirty seconds. It's like the most punk thing ever. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, it's like, well, I don't want you to pay me, <laughs> but it's brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great, great album. Really, really impressive album. Um, I absolutely love it, and this is a very cool tune. Right on, man. Well, we have one more song here for part one, and then we'll take a quick, let's say, you know, 10, 15 minute-ish break, maybe a little bit less, let's see how we do. But the last song for part one is a band called Wasted Pretty, and the song's called The Vampires and Lip Gloss. Take this. <laughs>
right on. Wasted pretty with vampires and lip gloss. And man, uh, best teen punk band ever. I mean, that was awesome. And we played a song by them last week as well. But keep this up, and they are going to go so far. And they're just always, they're, they're always so far ahead of their, 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 um, their sound, I guess is the best way to put it. So, yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that, definitely. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, they are absolutely brilliant. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I actually got a message, um, uh, earlier today, um, and, and I found out they're 17 years old. There's, there's oh two 17 God. year old twins, <laughs> yeah, two 17 year old twins, uh. And then I don't know if there's others in the band as well, but wow, you know, but still, it's amazing, really, isn't it? It's like it just sounds so good, and so what it's got is that brilliant influence from all of the kind of you know, well, all, everything from kind of the classic, you know, old school Sex Pistols uh, kind of you know Clash era punk right, right through to the kind of you know post and hardcore and you know henry rollins and black flag and husker do and all that kind of stuff he's got all of those influences wrapped up in it and yet it also sounds completely fresh brand new <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's amazing really um yeah i love it and there is a cd on Bandcamp actually which i'm definitely gonna buy um yeah brilliant absolutely brilliant band right on man well that's gonna do for part one and again a big thank you to, to uh on the and Connor from Insauce for the interview it was a great time. So we're going to take a quick break here, say 10, maybe 15 minutes. But until then, we're going to lay, let late let Dr. Kier <laughs> take us out here. So here we go with Dr. Kier and we'll talk soon. Bones out. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Woo! Shrink eating that! Krigger out!